Here we go, hour three for this Thursday show. And as you know, Thursday's a new Friday, so we're feeling kind of Friday vibes in this room, aren't we? In fact, I think one of us is very close to the weekend. And Lori's out tomorrow. Yes. I got a Friday vibe. I'm going to go visit the Muti in Seattle. We're going to do our virtual walk around the block with the dogs for our Race for the Cure. Oh, nice. And uh, I'm going to do the whole length. I'm going to be able to pick her up if she lets me. Uh, right, Lori? She is. She's short like me. Her mom, the Muti, is a short yeah. little peanut. I haven't had, you know. You I haven't, haven't seen her in so long. Well, I saw her in October, but we That's kept our masks time. on and we didn't hug her anything. You, you know, know that's it does a, feel good to finally that's, have that. Oh, yeah. no kidding. My mom, I love seeing her smile. Mm-hmm. I love being able to I kiss her on the cheeks. Yesterday. Oh, both, I, I said love. We can hug each other without our masks. We're both I love vaccinated. It. I love it. Yeah. I love it. She's going to be so happy to see you. I know, super yeah. fun. So it's Friday for you and, and Rocco. We have one more day. Yep, we and do. it's uh, my brother-in-law. It's DJ. It's his birthday today. Happy along birthday, with DJ Clooney. Mm-hmm. And George Clooney is sixty. We posted a nice gallery. Thank you. So DJ, Go we're DJ. just if anyone else it's your birthday, we're just shouting out to you Go today. George. Go DJ. It's still sunny out. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so it's Thursday feels Thursday vibes. Thursday yeah. vibes that is happening. Also, if you want to take a look, it is really really cute. We I didn't do a twenty five dollar donation for this chance to win. Why lunch at George and Amal's? You know, island home that they have their villa on Lake Como. I bid on it last year, Julia, and we didn't win. And I just, just this maybe could I have been will. our year. This could be the year. This could be the year, but it's a chance to win. And he's basically been spending the pandemic with this guy, and he can't. His the guy he just inadvertently got stuck spending the pandemic with. He like had come over to fix something at George's house, so he used to stay there. He can't believe how George Clooney has Brad Pitt pillows and Brad Pitt t-shirts and posters, and they keep watching his movies. It's a very that's funny, funny, yeah, it is clever thing. It so is that's clever. posted if you haven't seen that. But the 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 thing that we watched in the double wide today that if anyone was listening, they got to hear old fashioned out loud screaming because. Um, this movie was supposed to come out oh, yeah. last April, mm-hmm. and they actually, Roger Friedman said that the last uh, thing he did before the pandemic was go to the premiere of A Quiet Place Part 2. It was um, uh, at the Jazz at Lincoln Center. That's where they had the premiere. Oh, wow. And it was March 8th. Wow, yep. Sunday night or Saturday yep. night, because we were in Vegas, Vegas. and came on yep. the night. Yep, yep, And they thought this movie was opening, like, in two more weeks. Right. And uh, it didn't. And they, the, the uh, you know, who's ever putting it out, Sony, or they just, they really felt like this is good. It has to be seen on the big screen, this action. So they've kept it out, and they've released a new trailer. They put together a new trailer, reposted it. Rocco, you will scream out loud. You will. And it's going to be one of our first big uh, releases. It comes out on Memorial Weekend, May 28th. And they're saying all the people like Cinema Blend and other people are just saying this is the movie that is going to lead everyone back into the movie theater. And John Krasinski and Emily Blunt were like, we are not. This this needs to be seen in a movie theater. It is going to only be seen there. And they, they said... The film is estimated for the opening weekend, mm-hmm. which is going to be Memorial Day weekend, to be six between sixty and eighty million dollars. 
We're so hungry to go to the theater. I can't you know wait. what I was thinking of is I was thinking of this used to be something I'd love to do with my boys. You know, as they're older, they would at least go see a new Justice League film or something with me. They would go see this. They one. will go see this with me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just Paramount and, is who's putting out. They're going to have a huge hit. I'm so excited for this. It's it's May 28th. So anyway, there you go. Um, also featured in this is uh, Digimon Hansu. That is actor, that he was in 12 years. Oh, he's uh, so uh, good. He was in the Spielberg. Um, yeah, I know. You know which the, one I was talking it's, about? It, it, is it, it's not, there's no S in it. It's, it's I DJ. I don't know what to say. Donnie DJ, would always say this guy's name. Dijmon Hatsu. It's D-J-I-M-O-N. But that's not how you pronounce it. No, it's I know, but that's how, how you Rocco spell it. it. Is it Dijmay? Dijmon Hansu. I'm mm-hmm. looking him up now. I yeah, don't what? feel. I feel like anyway, no he's but... in it. He hasn't worked. He hasn't been in anything yep. for a while. And um, apparently, we will probably get a press invitation to go see it ahead of time. I don't even want to. I want to see it with Casey in the movie theater. Look at you. She's I don't. pointed at me. Yeah. Like Julia, when, no, you, when saying... you check your email, will you see if that comes in? By the way, I'm not going because I want going... to go with Casey. I got to go with Casey. We love this movie. Well, usually you get to bring two people. Oh, yeah, oh, do I get to be on your uh, you can take my media movie list now? Anyway, it looks so good. This, the, this is just, all that was is just, mm-hmm. yeah. This, the it does. People watch amazing. it. It's posted today. It's and people are really excited about the governor's announcement today too. Oh, yeah. I mean, we are at fifty nine percent vaccination, and we just need to get to seventy. That is, we are so close. People, just everybody, get off your hodges and go in at sixteen plus and what are get hodges. The bottom haunches, haunches. Oh, I thought you the said haunches. I did. Okay, you did mm-hmm. this way. That is like hodges. Hodges. Okay. What are those? You know, like your hodges. Yeah, thanks to your dodges. Get off your Benson and Hedges. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Doesn't that, that is a blast from the past that you even <laughs> said that name. I have a friend whose husband found, hadn't golfed in a year and, you know, tries to quit smoking, super compulsive guy. And golfs last night, or Tuesday night, it was raining last yeah. night. Tuesday night for the first time and he's like, oh, I found a pack of cigarettes in the golf bag, four cigarettes, they're gone. <laughs> and I was just like, and Benson and Hedges, sometimes smoking sounds good. You, you you puff every once in a while. Not a lot. Yeah. You, I was you lady puff. My mom is a lady puff. Saturday. I turned it down. Did you? Yeah. Were you a smoker, Rocco? I never was. It never. My mom was, and I, it just never uh, appealed to me. God, it looks good every once in a while. All right, can we get back to Go talking back. about the stuff? Well, we already are off of that movie. We is. can't talk about that movie anymore. We already yeah. talked about it. Uh, well, we can talk about this. The Boz Lorman letting us know who came this close to being Elvis? cast opposite Nicole Kidman in Moulin Rouge. Oh, we just talked about him the other day. Oh, no. Nah. We oh. talked about you and No, tell me who, tell me who, Laurie. You don't know who this is? No, I this don't. This is in a new no, interview. No, because... We did talk about Moulin Rouge. Yeah. You and McGregor playing It was Alston. perfect. I fell in love with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it almost, so close, came down to Heath Ledger. Hmm. Hmm. And he, could Heath sing? Yes, he could. He, we saw him in 10 Things I Hate About You. I can't remember. Did he sing in that? I don't know if he sang in that. Yeah. But that, no, they played like great music in that because we had the soundtrack. Yeah. Um. So Heath died in 08. Well, that came out in like 2000. I think you're right. Yeah, it was way earlier because I still lived in Edina when I went to it. Right. And Moulin I Rouge moved to Woodbury 01. in like 2002 or one. 
Yeah. Yeah, Moulin Rouge was 01. Yeah. I can't even see anybody no. else. No, I can't either. He did say that um, during the audition that um, the chemistry between um, Heath he, Ledger and Nicole Kidman, he said it was spectacular, just spectacular. Because they're both Australian. And there's a song from the movie called Spectacular. Yes, yeah, so maybe he did that. And <laughs> Do the can, can, can. He said, I thought maybe the character could be very young, and it turned out when they auditioned, they did work together. It was quite beautiful. But he was 21 yeah. and she was 33. And he thought that the age difference between the two leads was too big. And yeah. he wanted Nicole. And so 30-year-old Ewan McGregor was a better fit. Was a better fit. And, you know, sometimes these actors, they look even younger than what they are. Oh, I know. You know. Timothy Timothy Shamali looks like he's still 14 to me. Yeah. I mean, that kid looks Mm -hmm. so young. Mm -hmm. And if we saw him in person, because I know he's so slight, we would even think he looks 12. Probably. Yeah, he is one guy that looks young to me. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I forgot that Heath Ledger was Australian. He is, yes. Yes. Just like Baz and... uh, Nicole. Mm -hmm. Nicole. Mm Mm-hmm. But not Ewan McGregor, who's Scottish. Oh, he's so fabulous. What's the one about the fish? Um, a fish called Wanda? No, that you and McGregor is in um, Salmon for Sweethearts or something. <laughs> it's something like that. Uh, like Water for Elephants? I don't know. what. I'll look, I'm <laughs> no, in real life. You remember it. Oh, the you know salmon fishing, yeah. the love story. Yes, it's so cute. I can't remember. It's, it's, it's a cute one. Yeah, I, I forgot that he the was theater. in um, Train Spotting. Were you, were you guys into Train Spotting? Oh, no, that was the one Lori Rocco. talked about that just gave her a headache. No. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Heroin addiction, homeless, the poverty. Yeah, that was. There's good music though. I know. Salmon fishing in the Yemen. Thank That's you. That's what it was called. What that did I call? Really I said good. salmon in it. Salmon, salmon fishing. for sweethearts yeah, or something. Salmon for sweet. That's a sweet movie though. Remember, that's a good and movie. Blunt is in it. You're right, Lori. That is a cute movie. Starring in a quiet place, John Krasinski is going to be able to write. People, George Clooney will say, I've given you some of my luck, John, because you got married at my villa, uh-huh. because now you're coming in to save Hollywood. There you go. I love he's it. He's like 20 years younger. Yeah, he George, is. You know, he's, he's... you can take over the uh, the mantle, because there will be a Quiet Place 3. Oh. John Krasinski is basically already... Did he really already confirm that? Well, he's already said once he... Once he let his imagine, because, you know, he wrote A Quiet Place. He right. came up with that story on his own. And once he let, he got over the writer's block. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just recollecting this from an I'm interview. remembering all this. Um, he thought, okay, I could see, because what does happen, because it just has this huge ending. But then what happens next? And he said, when I really let it go, and I thought, I, this will be, I have to tell this in three parts. Oh, you're right. Yeah. This is so, this is such a good show. And then across the pond, not only are they still going crazy that Megan wrote a children's book and <laughs> owns the letter that she wrote to her father, but they cannot get enough of Harry Styles, the kissing cop, who's starring in the really movie. what is probably the cheesiest title, but it's the name Mr. of the guy's book, My Policeman. Yeah, it sounds, it is cheesy. It's a cheesy title. But I change it. But anyway, we've seen photos of him and his bobby. Is know? that what they call their hats? Well, their cop it, hats? They're called bobbies. Yeah, but that I don't style. Know that's, I, I always thought the whole cop was called a bobby. <laughs> I 
I don't know if it has something to do if that's the style, the hat. The hat. But Harry in that hat is um, giving Lori this vibes. Is how, no, this is how committed he is to his acting role. Yeah, I know that he would. You know, be willing to wear a bobby. Yeah, he's wearing that, and it's not his best look. I mean, no, that is not I'm, a hundred percent. I'm going to agree with you. He's so committed to this role. There's right. going to be a very, at least two very passionate love scenes. All right, good between uh, him and his, his character and his my policeman. His policeman, Rupert Everett, is playing like the older version of Harry Styles. Oh, interesting. So it's okay, being told like that because uh, this, my younger self, Harry my older Styles, self. is like it's in the fifties in England, mm-hmm. and Rupert's homosexuality is outlawed. Uh, outlawed until nineteen seventy-five. So maybe it's Rupert Everett looking back. Yeah. Uh-huh. On you know this big part of his life, I don't mm-hmm. know. so Harry Styles, the kissing cop. I got it. We'll be right back. This is a my talk dirt alert. Hey Holly, good afternoon. Oh Holly, we are just having a lively conversation here today. About all kinds of things. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So it's a, so your average Thursday yeah. here on the Laurie and Julia show. Well, the five twenty dirt alert. We're gonna bring back kind of a lively conversation that I know all three of you guys had yesterday or the day before. I don't know which day, but this week about Ben Affleck and that TikToker on Raya, the mm-hmm. celebrity dating app. Okay. Oh, poor cringy, cringy Ben. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and now we have another young TikTok user. Posting a private FaceTime call that she had with Matthew Perry that allegedly happened. This is wrong. Yeah. So here's the story is that this woman at the time, she was on Raya, which is a dating app, right? Right. She matched with Matthew Perry. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Soon after, Matthew Perry was like, well, let's have a private FaceTime call and get to know each other. So this woman, she had a back and forth. Her name is Kate. And uh, on FaceTime, she recorded it, and then she decided to post it now. But but didn't she? But this happened this a while happen? ago. Right? Yes, this yeah. happened last year. So last she says year. it happened last May. Why is she posting it? Well, 
She says that she wants to show how older men in Hollywood are taking advantage of younger how women talking, on dating She's 19, apps. and when you listen to... Listen, I am all... I, I don't have a problem with this because he... Even when you watch that video, even Matthew Perry, he goes, I know I'm probably older than your dad, but I really... I mean... Kind of like they're... Why would she even agree to a FaceTime then with someone that old? You know how old someone is. You have parameters. Why would she agree? She chose because she, she thought it would be funny just to see what he said. It's say. not and, funny. Well, it was kind of funny when you it's watched not, what he said. Th- this is... There has to be some trust in these dating apps not to have things go public. Mm. As someone who uses them in mm. her past mm-hmm. and may use in her future. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you guys, this is... I mean, Holly, you did well, it. Let How Holly you, finish saying right. why the girl is saying right. she wanted to do this. Well, she said that she said of their conversation, it was weird. And they both kind of laughed it off. She said that she didn't have any intention of posting it, but then she saw that one video and thought, oh, this would be funny, and I didn't expect it to blow up as fast as it did. She was inspired, Kate, this woman who posted the video with Matthew Perry, by the Ben Affleck video. Of course. Mm -hmm. We'll see what else comes out now. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I I disagree with this 100%. Yeah, I think it's a little bit invasive. It's private. Yeah. In as much as you guys know what you're doing on that dating website. If you don't want to match with an older guy, then don't match 100%. with an older guy. 100%. Listen, say, here's no. what's going to happen is that this is a lot of publicists are talking to the horny, uh, divorced or single Hollywood guys who are known for wanting, ah, I want to just be, they want in their parameter under 21. They're having conversations with those people today. Oh, Sure. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. they're having. So the lesson can be learned. But this is something that happened a year ago. Right, and but, same with the Ben Affleck one. Right, but they are no longer on Raya, so they can't get kicked off. And, uh, you know. I don't know. I just, there has to be some area. The, the onus will be on these guys now. They have been warned. The TikTokers and the Insta people, they're there. So if you've got your parameters, only talking to, you know, 18 to 21-year-olds, even maybe 25 i mean people are having the conversation with their clients but you're but you're not lascivious. putting any that there is this, so there's no morals or values with the women here at all oh so yeah can you really say that i can yeah no. I really can because i don't think it's okay if you have a private conversation with someone Go to ahead post and it somebody then that isn't it, Lori. Yeah. But there has to be. There's nothing. They that that's what they're that being. They could. So be Raya is a private platform that you have to have a certain status to be on in the first place. Julia, I'm not defending it. I'm just telling you this is how it's going to be handled. Well, These fine. Guys but I'm just players, saying you can't. No one's going to. I'm. No one's going to get too outraged on behalf of Matthew Perry or Ben Affleck that they didn't have success. A year ago with these young women. I mean, nobody's going to cry him a river. I don't know anyone who's crying him a Chrissy river. Chrissy Teigen. Maybe. Did you read that, Holly? Uh, Chrissy Teigen in as far as what, a dating app? No, she came to their support. Uh, to the women? Yeah. Mm. She said, you're both wrong. Mm-hmm. Who's wrong? Sorry. I'm The girls. Confused. Oh, the girls. Well, I suppose She's- it's one of those things where if this sets a precedent for private conversations that you think that you're having with someone. Right. That then it becomes public domain when it's not. 
that sets a disturbing precedent. When- and that's what she says. I agree celebs shouldn't be making these creepy, desperate video replies on Rhea, but it's also tacky to release the private messages. Yeah. Yeah. You're both wrong. Yeah. What I'm interested in is the timeline of all this Raya stuff. Because right. if Matthew Perry was doing this last May, he, he was engaged. engaged. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's the story. That's the story that I'm really getting at. And then I find is interesting. It's not that the that this woman, you know, what he was dating. Matthew Perry was with his now fiance Molly Hurwitz since 2018. Now I think that they just got engaged this past December, so they yeah. weren't engaged yet, but they were in a relationship of some sort in some capacity so it's like huh all right well Mm -hmm. and they seem like they don't even seem like a fit at all yeah that's quite yeah they just i don't know they just don't even go together he looks like her uncle (laughs) (laughs) well there it is People on TikTok, people on Raya, mm-hmm. celebrities, all sorts of things. But yeah, you know, it's, it, to your point, Lori, publicists and managers and other people are having some serious conversations with their clients on how to navigate this stuff because what are the rules of engagement? And it, even if you don't, they should have followed that, my rule, which is never FaceTime. Yeah. Don't Zoom. You have a phone well, conversation. That's what they're do. You just have a phone conversation. Yeah. But yeah. Period. the thing is that Instagrammer and TikTokers and people who, if you're going on there, a lot of people will think you're catfishing. That's what the girl with Ben Affleck, she's like, no way, it's real Ben Affleck under his name on this thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're. He's a gambler, though, so it made perfect sense for Ben Affleck then to stalk her on Instagram and get a hold of her. Oh, boy. That was the creepy part. Yeah. And that's what Chrissy Teigen went when you're both wrong. She she agrees. They both are. But but I think that I don't like this precedence to release private information like that. That's just my point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, to all of those who are online dating, I, I empathize with you. I have been there myself. And... You know, would you have wanted your stuff to be shared? Oh, heck no. Right. Absolutely not. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah. That's and it. I, and never videoed with anyone. Never. Never did any of that. You'd write some emails and then you would meet somebody in person at a safe location in the middle of the day and have a second plan. <laughs> well, those two, boy, those two guys have learned their lesson. Yes, they, they have. They won't be doing that anymore. No, and no, maybe no. they've taught some other people. Yes. All right. There you well, go. Well, mm-hmm. we learned a lot today in this term. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. Just tell them your theory, Lauren. She's smiling, sort of. I'm smiling. I don't know what this is. a two-theory day, by the way, because we already went through her uh, Bill Gates... Epstein, uh, theory. Epstein theory earlier in the oh, hour. Yeah. And we've had heated conversations off the air, Lori and I, about that. And I'm like, now what do you mean? What do you mean? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, keep your eye on that one. Just that'll be really unfortunate. It, it, the thing is that Epstein, if you learned anything from uh, watching that documentary, is that he was very good at laying a trap out for influential people that could be yes. used for His something benefit. down the road. And who knows what he was, what compromising positions. It's like the Russians when they try and do compromat. I learned everything I know about Russian Kompromat from watching the Americans. Here's the theory. People can be blackmailed for money, sex, sex. drugs. Yep. The easiest is sex. Mm-hmm. Second is money. Because people sometimes, uh, that's why like, you know, before you join a lot of organizations that are, uh, you know, 
influential in nature. They check your They'll money. Vet you. They they vet your money situation. Yep. So you can't be blackmailed. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here is a theory for you guys to add another one. Um, are you familiar with the Booba Kiki effect, uh, also known as the Maluma Tikiti effect? What? Are we speaking in um, Samoan? What are we talking about here? The Booba Kiki, a.k.a. the Maluma Tikiti effect, <laughs> is the name of the phenomenon in which people match certain verbal sounds to shapes no matter the language. For example... The theory is that um, all names are either spiky or round. And, um, for example, B-M-L-O. Those sound round. That's right, Julia. K-T. Sharp edges. P-I. Jagged, spiky shapes. Now, researchers have shown that people's perception of certain first names, doesn't matter what language you speak, people will judge your personality based on if you have a round or spiky sound to your name. Okay, so you're Lori. Mm-hmm. So we're going to describe you as round. Oh, yeah, she's for sure round. Round. I got a little bit of both, right? Right. Rocko. Rocko. And but you've got the O on the end, oh, so see, so uh, that's why a lot of people love Italian names. They all end with a nice vowel. Mm-hmm. What's Julia? Julia. I am in the vowel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Julia. Julia. There's no that you you didn't mention a J or an A. Yeah, so I feel like Julia has a round sound. It feels mm-hmm. uh, and it feels more round than spiky, like Kirk like, and, and Mike. Kate. Molly is round. Bob is round. Bruce is round. That's Bruce. Bruce. Mm-hmm. Baby That's Bruce. Your baby. Yes. yes. Baby Bruce. But anyway, they think that the reason in this study that they did, it's how sounds feel in your mouth, which if you think about pronouncing an M mm-hmm. versus a T, mm-hmm. the M sound feels smoother and captures the smoothness of the rounded shape and then like a T or K sounds, that's why like Coke, and you'll see a lot of brands, Spanx, um, you know, you'll see names where they like to add that K sound. Yes, we, re- we learned We've known that. about that yes, because it has a energetic, perky right? liveliness to the sound. Yes. Body perks. Yeah, oh, I love that. You know. It, $36,000. Mm-hmm. That's how much that costs. So what is mm-hmm. the sound of your name? What does it say about you? What does so, it, does it say anything? Well, like if, like people it, like that if have rounder sounder names, like okay. uh, are Lori, associated with being more agreeable, more emotional, more conscientious, whereas harsher, spikier sounding names as your name okay. are thought of as being more extroverts. So Molly will be more outgoing than Kate. Okay, got it. Kate with the K. Okay. I've always heard too, and I think they talk about this in some movies that K words are are inherently funny. Like if you're a comedian, yeah, and you want to punch up your material, put in some K words. K like words. Cupcake. Yeah, yeah. There and then, is and kind then, of because it gives it a. Mm. Yeah. This is the that's Bubakiki effect or the Malumatakiti <laughs> effect. I was wondering, what are you talking about? What is that? That the booba kiki. That I mean, it's the name of the phenomenon which yeah. people 
maps or sure. you know, and they did it in French and they did it in German and they did it in, in all languages. Er, all languages there is this round versus spiky. Do you ever do this? I did this last night. So I was mm. playing tennis against Brittany and I we had this heated, heated, heated point. Forever, mm. forever. Running, 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 yeah. running, running. And I miss. And it goes out and I go, Loria. Loria. Like, no. Do you ever? I mean. No, but that's a nice round. Instead name. of, because I'll, I'll just say my name like, Julia, what does, what's wrong oh, with you? you yell at yourself? Sometimes. Okay. I'm like, Julia, what's up? It's better than swearing because I'm yeah. trying to swear. Okay. And so, but that I don't even say my own name. I say mm. our names. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm good. just like, You're what so is. busy at, I'm thinking, where's Lori to yell at right now? <laughs> 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 I'm the most stressful person. Where is she so I can yell right. at her? No, but it's funny. I'm like, Laria. Laria. Sometimes I, I introduce myself as Laria. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to ask Brittany tomorrow it's, what she thought of uh, you yelling your she own didn't, name. She didn't hear that. Okay. I did it to myself. No, I just looked at her and that girl, man. Okay. All right. Here is the theory. So you guys would agree with the theory that if you are somebody that uh, overuses the word like... All the time is Valley an adjective, girl. an adverb, or um, or you that that you're going to think you're not too smart, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because I think they're just pause words. But someone yeah. still in well, a if professional you use, setting, if that is a thing, would, you're going to judge them on that a little bit. Yeah, so it's going to be one of the first but things I, that a good friend that you might work with, or a mentor, or a boss, or somebody is going to you know figure out a. Velvet hammer way to get you to stop using the word like. Okay. And your explanations. The other theory, the other word that people do not like and that it makes people think less of you is using the word begins with an A, Mm -hmm. ends with a Y. Amy? Anyway. No. Anywho. Anywho. We like doing anywho. No, anywho. It starts with an A and ends with a Y. Mm hmm. Uh, Alrighty, apparently. Not anally. <laughs> no, actually. Actually. Oh, Using the it's word like honestly. Actually it's like honestly. makes people think Ugh. less of you. And um it actually the reason, happened this way. And the reason why is because then people think they gird their loins for what they are sure is going to be some actual long conversation <laughs> and or example this is my part of the theory okay this is not any this is the part of the theory i'm adding right. to but this right. is why i think why people don't like that because whenever someone says well actually you go oh boy they're gonna take and then i've actually said to people when they've said actually to me Actually, we don't have to even go through the whole thing again. Mm-hmm. I Use the word right back at him, you know. But anyway, actually, that's the I don't care. Yeah, but do you think that's the theory that people are? It's your cue, your visual, or your listening cue that they're they're actually kind of, going to go on go and off. on about something. Sounds I, like a mansplaining thing. It to does. Say. It's it, and I'm actually, and we felt this way about when anyone uses the word honestly. honestly. Lori, Julia, you say honest to Pete like once or so. Well, shows. honest to Pete isn't honestly. <laughs> yeah, honest to different. Pete is okay, just like sorry. a. a honestly, honestly feels well, like actually, as opposed Julia. to what? Falsely? Yeah. You know, like. Right. It, it That's different. Honest like to Pete is just like for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's just a saying. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm. 
you know, honest to Pete, going to tell you something yeah. this way where those other words. Okay, I'm my, with you on that. My last theory is, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because I'm doing this You're for a giver. other people. Yeah, I'm a giver, <laughs> Julia. That is a theory we can take to the bank. <laughs> to the bank because you're here for us but the theory uh people are feeling stressed mm-hmm. about being social again some people are some people are i've seen and it. i just want to say that that is normal yeah it's okay for this because we've this had this whole year that it is completely normal because of the nature in which we were isolated. So just take your time as people start to socialize. Don't worry. Just take baby steps. Don't. Mm-hmm. And you can even just tell people that you're doing that, uh, that you're just doing that. And some people are more uh, worried than others. Some people aren't at all. It just kind of depends. Yeah. But it's all completely normal to be feeling anxious about making um, a reentry. And kind making of. commitments and yeah, a friend of mine said, I feel bad that I don't really want to call anybody or get together with anyone. She said, I haven't really missed too many people. And I said, well, you're talking to me. Right. And she said, yeah, but I've been talking to you. Right. We just talk on the phone. Right. Because we wouldn't always see each other anyway. But I said, well. I and I know someone who just for their first time went and ate outside. Yeah. The first restaurant. Yeah. So So people have been dealing with it different ways, but it's okay. Yeah. Don't be stressed about uh-huh. the fact you want to take baby steps getting back out there. I think that's, that's normal. The theory that you, and then Gentle figure kindness. out if your name is spiky around. Mm-hmm. And, the and, actually, effect or the and actually, it's okay. <laughs> Honestly, Julia. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I've got a lot more to tell you. For okay. crying out loud, get with the program. <laughs> okay, listen, we'll be right back. Hello from the other side, Julia. Please keep your eye open for the Daily Mail and their front page apology to Duchess Meghan since they have lost, lost, lost in their... Uh, I will. Court. You know, they do owe her a front page apology. Yeah, I know. Along with $2 million. So just keep your... I will keep it out there. Thank you, dear. And then uh, the Wall Street Journal has a big, huge story. They probably got working on it the minute they heard about Paul Gates. They've crunched the numbers. Who's Paul Gates? Or uh, Bill and Melinda Gates as soon as that divorce on Monday. Uh-huh. They said uh, people who study divorce trends, the d- divorce rate has declined overall, but it's it doubled for people 50 and 50. older. It's called the gray effect. The gray divorce. The Great Divorce. You yeah, I read this already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it. They've they, done another crunching of the numbers. Because divorce rates are way down, but 50 plus because you're an empty nester. You used to always think, well, this is our golden time together. And then people think, well, why do I want to spend my golden time with this person when I'm going to live for 30 more years? Bingo. So that's the that's the, the thing that they're calling the gray effect. And when they have money. You know, when they're like these two have are set financially, there's no reason to stay together because some people, if you have money constraints, you force yourself to make it work right. or in a different way. You don't have to if you are financially. And if you're over 50, the pandemic would have uh, amplified soul searching as it did anyway, anyway. But Perhaps. if you're thinking, what if I only had 10 more years? Right. Left? And everybody's priorities are a little bit tweaked. Yeah. Some more than others. But they're saying, you know, I was listening to someone talking about, um, you know, they always wanted to travel. They had a great job in the ad world. And we call it the empty shell marriage because you both want to do completely different, different things. things. 
the empty shell. And if you can be okay with the other one's interests and maybe be a part yeah. of it a little bit, but some people just aren't. Anyway. But people are really wanting to change careers, um, to do it. The priorities have shifted this year. There's no doubt about that yeah. for people. It would be hard not to right. take a look at your life. I think everybody has. Yeah. Did you see The Real Housewives? Husbands of New Jersey. I didn't watch it because I don't watch New Jersey, but I heard it was kind of fun. It was hysterical. I heard it It was was. very, very good. What else do I know? Jack Nicholson. If you want to worry about someone in Hollywood, Julia, um, think of anyone you know who's 70 plus who you could set up with Jack because he's very lonely there on Mulholland Drive. Did he say this? Well, he doesn't ever come out anymore. And of course, well, who's going out? They're just getting lifted in uh, California. Somebody invite Jack over. I'm tempted to call Cousin Michael and just tell say, him, tell to. him to meet him at, me at Frank Amuso's. Tell him or to. Or Dan Tana's. Is right. that open again? Like Everybody's going to Craig's. It's all open, Lori. It is. They all opened last, like three weeks ago okay. or something. They've opened, you know, and I even heard San Francisco's inoculation rate is like 70 plus. I mean, they're like, because they were hit so hard. Remember, San Francisco was one of the first cities Mm -hmm. to really go into lockdown. Um, And they're really happy there that they're on the other side. Well, for now, well, we'll see. Yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows? All right. That's the word on on Jack. Jack So he's lonely and known as... Gosh, he hasn't made a movie. Who can say in the last movie he did? Who can... The The last time we saw him was January 2020 at a Lakers game with his lookalike son. Looking a bit disheveled. Well, that's what he looks. Wacko, will you please play this song for me right now? And it's going to drive Lori crazy. Okay. Is this in light of Tom Jones, our vintage scandal yesterday? Okay, can you... So last night, I went down a Tom Jones rabbit hole. I'm glad you did. And I I forgot... You know, we all know, what's new, Pussycat? Whoa. Whoa, But can you find the song? When I listened to the words, I started to laugh hysterically. And I, of course, remembered he wrote one of my favorite songs. She's a lady. We're going to sing that tomorrow afternoon. Okay, good to call. She's got money. She's got So what do you want to hear? Pussycat? Play Pussycat, because people listen to the silly words. (laughs) Play it from the beginning. Um, And her Pussycat. What's new, Pussycat? But listen. The point is, you and your pussycat nose. It's such a novelty You and your pussycat nose, and then he goes on to the ears. I mean, it's the weirdest song. Yeah. It, you know, I'm glad that you finally but listened do to you, the lyrics. Don't you think that's <laughs> weird? And your pussycat nose? Oh, geez. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of weird. That song was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song in 1966, and it See, lost... That- to the shadow of your smile. The shadow of and your it, smile. It was written by Burt Bacharach pussycat? and Hal David. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, your pussycat knows, and then it goes on to do two other weird things, and I'm like, that is the weirdest song ever. Well, Rocco, do you Alvin remember and the Chipmunks covered it on their <laughs> album. <laughs> Rocco, do you remember it being like... Um, I mean, anytime you hear a song with the pussycat, yeah, pussycat. I mean, it kind of raises your ears a little bit, and right now I'm kind of doing a little research to see... Uh, yeah, there's it's, really it's nothing silly. to it. It's just a silly it's love just, song about, about somebody... Pussycat knows. Mm-hmm. I just have never... I just... <laughs> I came in, I'm telling Larry, we have to listen to this. Oh, yeah. You're so late. Yeah. I guess that I mean, was it in it sounds 66. like that word has been sort of used as a euphemism sure, since like the but, 1600s. Yeah. But the so nose... he knew what he was saying when he right. was saying Well, right, it. but he talks about her nose. 
It's just weird. Well, because she's like as cute as a little kitty. Yeah, come on. Do we get to explain everything? All right, but if anyone wants to listen the whole time, the lyrics are weird. (laughs) They are, but I'm all for she's a lady tomorrow. Okay, the beginning that of it, even Brittany, I had Brittany no idea it was nominated it. for Either best did I, original Lori. song. And if it came out in '66, no wonder why. I just know all I know about it is what's new, Pussycat. Whoa, right. That's all I knew. I I've never sang it right. I always thought what's new, Pussycat. Uh, I love you. That's what I've always sang. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about flowers. Pussycat. Yeah, that's pussy what I always cat, thought until cat. you made me listen to it. I, I thought did. they're not even singing "I Love You." That's yes, like, I do. That's not even there. Pussycat nose sniffing away. All right, everybody, oh, have a great good. Day. Lord. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.